Hey guys, it's Harry here from What's Life About, and welcome to the WLA podcast. We ask a simple question, what's life about, to help understand what's important to people and why. Each week we upload a new episode to Facebook about a new person and their answer to that question. We created the podcast so that you can listen to the audio from the full, uncut interviews after each episode is released. This week, episode four is about Ollie. Ollie just turned 25. He works in the Fitzroy Flats of Melbourne with the African community. He produces music and set up a recording studio for young kids with big dreams. He works part-time as a facilitator at the Reach Foundation. And five months ago, he had his first child, a baby boy. This is Ollie's answer to what's life about. Um, <laughs> so funny that you told me that like 10 minutes ago, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> um, and I just had like, I had this huge chat with this real old guy about space today. <laughs> space? Yeah. <laughs> um, he, oh, we just like, cause he like takes photos of like the galaxy and shit. And I don't know, I just asked him, I was like, <laughs> I was like, do you think we're alone or some shit like that? <laughs> what do you say? Um, I don't know, we just thought, because I'd always thought, <laughs> such a tangent, I'd always thought that um, there must be other life out there. Mm. But then I like, I was about a month ago, I realized that I think that we're like the only ones because mm. like we're such like a freak, um, just like such a fluke. Like we're like, it's so weird that everything works on this earth. Like what are the chances that it could happen again somewhere else? Mm. Um, so yeah, and he kind of agreed with that. But then he started talking about black holes and I was just like, oh, <laughs> too, <laughs> too much, bro. All right, well, if it is, let's say it is a fluke, and we're the only ones, mm. and this is our only shot, yeah. then what's life about? Um, For you. Um, I don't know, I think it's probably, it's interesting because I think I, live a lot of my life for everybody else um and but I think that at the end of the day like life is just about your individual experience because it's the only thing that you really know um so which is strange why I seem to live and teach or like try and help everyone around me as much as I can but at the end of the day I actually just think that it's about like you going on your own journey um because yeah there's I can't really it's the only thing that's real really is like what you feel and what you see and what you experience like everything else is like I don't know it's just not it's nothing can confirm like you can't confirm anything like you can confirm what you feel yeah. and what you see and what yeah. you think so it's about your own journey hmm. what's been some moments in yours um oh, heaps of them um I think one of my, like, I kind of have, like, I have, like, a really bad memory unless it gets, like, jogged, but I have, like, certain things that I always remember really well. Um, I used to, one of my earliest memories was my um, mum and dad, like, instead of going to, like, the Gold Coast and, like, all, like, fun places, my parents used to make me walk up, like, mountains. <laughs> so we used to go on bushwalking holidays, which is just, like, the most, like, dog shit fucking holiday ever. Um, but they would make us do that. So I think by the time I was like 
10 years old, I'd climbed like the seven highest mountains in Australia or some shit <laughs> and just fucking hated it. <laughs> um, but one of my earliest memories, which is like, it's kind of weird because that's like, it's a really nice memory that I have, but it was about like being at like the top of a mountain and my parents having this really big argument. And I was like probably the first time I think I ever like saw conflict or um, the first memory I have of like seeing a disagreement. Um, so I think that's one that always stands out. How do you, how do you go with conflict now? Um, I think it's something that I've explored a lot. It was something I didn't really, I think it stands out to me because I didn't experience it a lot during my life. Um, like I had such a, yeah, such like my parents were so loving for such a long time and I had everything I ever needed. There wasn't a lot of conflict that I actually saw mm. <clears throat> until like I was turned about like 18 or 19 18 or 19 and their um, relationship fell apart and that was when I first started to actually experience conflict and like being like an only child like I was in the middle of that um, so yeah I think since that was when I started to actually explore what conflict is for me um, and before you could like explore it and think about it and mm, make sense of it yeah. what was it like being 18, 19 and being in the middle of it uh, yeah it was interesting I think um, it exposed a lot of things I had within myself that I didn't realize I had like I had I had like this strength like to protect my mother when she was at her most vulnerable that I never thought I had before that um so it was just like yeah I think I just I just really like I learned and realized I had all these character traits that I didn't attribute to myself at all um yeah but it was like it was pretty fucking horrendous like it was a pretty big wake up call to like yeah change from like seeing your parents as like the ones who like love and care for you um to like and you don't think they ever make mistakes to being the ones that like you're like fuck these are actually just two adults who are trying their best and like yeah you're, you're then you're an adult and you like see them as like you're like oh I, I get it this makes sense now <laughs> um yeah so I think that um yeah, I grew up, like, pretty quickly after that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I was going to ask you what, what next, but actually I want to go into something you just said. Mm. If you are, like, you're an adult now, mm -hmm. what is it that that experience has, or has that experience shaped how you live now or what, the way you go about your life? Mm. Um... That experience I think it just gave me like a different perspective I think I um, I think I learned so much through that um, really hard time that it um, I think it taught me to see a little bit of beauty and like the darkness um, which sounds like real cliche but like I kind of yeah, I started to look at things a bit differently. I started to, um, yeah, like, explore things I hadn't and, like, not not judge things and not judge, like, the places that people were as, like, just, like, putting, a, yeah, just, like, a label on it and starting to see, like, oh, what is this situation that this person's in and, like, how do how did they get there and, like, what is going on for them? Like, I just wanted, I think I just wanted more understanding around, like, the things that weren't so pretty in life yeah. because um yeah because I hadn't experienced it it was like it was like coming into a new world just like finding out like fuck like not everything's fucking great <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Yeah. She can be ugly. Yeah. Right. And then, if I were to relate to that, to what you do with yourself now, mm. what you spend your time doing, yeah. how is that played out in terms of like wanting to actually understand people, not be judgmental? Mm. How does that play out? Um, yeah, well, I think I like, I grew up like in the northern suburbs and it was just like, yeah, just like a super whitewashed, sheltered community um, that in a lot of ways was just like so like insular um, for like, you know, we had every opportunity to go and do other things, but we never did. We mm. sort of stayed with the people that we knew because it was safe and it was comfortable. Mm. Um, and I think that I just started to grow out of that. <clears throat> I started to break out of that. Um, and I've ended up working like um, with yeah like with the African community and um, which is just like something I never would have fucking thought I ever would have done because it's just like so far I don't think I'd met an African person until like I was 18 years old like it was fucking weird um, but now they're like I spend every day with them um, and they've taught me like what yeah I feel like I grew up um, in the last sort of on my journey of kind of like teen to man like I sort of like a lot of the values that I learned from them is like what has shaped me to be who I am today. Um, what, what are their values that you've taken on? Um, I think like just the importance of like community and of family. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, like I never think I really, I didn't really value it until I was like a part of, a part of it um, and like yeah, and it wasn't even, like, yeah, it wasn't even just, like, specifically, like, the African community that taught me. It was actually the, just being a part of a community that was strong um, and a community that cared about each other and that, um, yeah, just, like, looked out for each other. Um, it was, like, yeah, it was pretty eye-opening to me because I never had, like, other, I think it, it reminded me a lot of what I had in a very, like, microdose of my family growing up. Um, Except on just a much larger scale, yeah. So I think it, yeah, it's that sense of like, just like, um, yeah, just comfort and safety mm. and like acceptance. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What, I was, what I was about to say, and that is exactly on the same page. What I wanted to ask, and what I've wondered often about you is mm. that I feel like here, at least in Australia, a lot of the time, it's a coloured person in a white world. Mm. What's it like being a white man? Person, well. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, it's really funny. Um, <laughs> I was literally, yeah, I was just at, um, at like this um, sort of like artistic sort of like event thing. And it was real funny because I <laughs> found myself just like standing with one of like the white guys there, and I was just like, fuck. It's like, it's um, it's like not something that um, I think about a lot because I feel. I, I, yeah, it's just not, it's not something, I've been there for, for so long that it's not something I think about a lot, but I do have those middle moments where I'm like, it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> um, and there's also, it's real, <laughs> I spent about five years working um, in the flats with all the families and stuff, and I didn't know any language. Um, and then I started to do like a lot more research about like um, South Sudan and like the, the conflicts and like the culture and stuff. And I learned this word, kawaja. Um, and I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, I wasn't what that word means. And I kept on reading. I was like, Kawaja just means like white man. <laughs> and, uh, and, I'd re and then like I'd be at work 
and I'd like just be around the area and I'd just <laughs> like hear them say like Kawaja man or something <laughs> like that and it wasn't until like and I let it go for a few weeks and then I turned around to the one of the moms and I was like yeah <laughs> and they're like what <laughs> and it was um it was pretty funny yeah but it's nice like I think just being accepting like of just like who I am and where I've come from and just like being able to have a bit of a laugh around like being the Kawaja guy like it's, <laughs> it's pretty funny but um yeah I feel extremely obviously like as much as that's funny like I feel extremely blessed to see a side of um such a beautiful community that a lot of people don't yeah yeah Kawaja yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of unsure where to go that's alright yeah. <laughs> so that was probably more to me than you. <laughs> just came out that loud. I guess what, like, what I'm just to speak out loud more. Hmm. What I'm leaning to is like, like what, what's, what's next? Like what's, mm-hmm. like we could be from birth to eighteen is this world. From eighteen to what twenty five now, twenty four. Twenty four. <laughs> yeah. Has been like this last massive transition. <clears throat> like mm. what's what you, what, what's happening at the moment what's changing at the moment um, yeah I think well I've been like through like an absolute fucking whirlwind of change um, since having my son like three months ago <laughs> um, but uh, yeah it's been a fucking absolute like currently like it's been an absolute fucking roller coaster. just like there I've like I've just never felt more like ups and downs in my whole life than um what I have in the last three months <laughs> um yeah like it's it's almost hard to put into words like the amount of change and like things that have yeah just the, the amount of movement that's been in my life um yeah. over the last little bit what's the worst thing about becoming a dad for the first time the worst thing yeah um <sighs> It's really interesting that you sort of, like, ask me that because, like, it's, um, no one really asks that. It's, like, very much, like, everyone, I will answer the question, but, (laughs) um, I think that people just fucking, like, you know, the amount of times that my mates have said to me, you're going to be such a fucking good dad, or you're going to be the best fucking dad, or your son's so lucky, and just, like, builds this fucking, like, whirlwind of pressure of, like, oh, you're going to be so fucking good at this, and it's like, oh, well, I don't know. And then, like, yeah, like, social media and shit fucking is, like, it's just like, oh, look at my beautiful fucking baby, like, like, life's fucking amazing, and it's like, man, life's actually really fucking hard when you have a kid. What don't people see? Um... Just like this, just like the the strain that it puts on everything. Like, um, yeah, it's not. He's like he's the best, and it's like amazing. Like he's doing fucking sick. It's great to have him, but everything else around it feels like it's fucking just like spot fire. It's just like like, yeah, it literally feels like there's just like this thing that is amazing <laughs> that you're holding, and then your whole life is just crumbling around you because you're just trying to figure out how to make things work in this yeah just make it work with this new thing that takes up so much time and energy and shit um coming from a life that was already fucking almost too full at times <laughs> just jamming in this like thing that's this big that just cries and shits all the time and just like it um really fucking like yeah it really throws you um yeah mm.
What was the question? The original one. The original one. Yeah. What was the what was the worst? What's the worst thing about becoming a dad the first time? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's it. Mm. Like the other side to what people say. Or, yeah. You're amazing. You must be so good at this. Are you loving it? I yeah. Get that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and just um. Yeah. Um, I think what I've, what I've found really hard was just, um, trying to be the rock. <clears throat> um, I, yeah, feel like I've just like, ever since like, like the pregnancy stage, like had just feel like just completely shut my emotions off. Cause I was like, it's not about me. Um, it's only been in the last like two weeks or something that I've actually started to feel again. Um, because I was like, I just didn't allow myself room to do it. <laughs> um, because I was like, if I start feeling, I'm just going to fucking crumble. And then I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to do. Um, I can see, I can see you right now. Yeah, it's like, it was, yeah, it's, um, yeah. And it's like, it's still so raw. Like, I've just found myself like, yeah, it's kind of like, I've had like all these bottled up things. And then I've like tripped over and grazed my knee. And then like every time, like something slightly emotional happens, like it's kind of like, <laughs> drop some betadine on my knee and just like stings and my emotion goes, ah, <laughs> it's like, fuck, like, yeah. Um, yeah, really, I think just, yeah, just learning to feel again when I just like completely blocked myself off. Um, Cause I thought it was what's right um, because yeah, just, just be the this, this stoic dad that <laughs> is under control. But yeah, right. yeah, I found that that's was when I like was spiraling the most when I just like was trying to be be like the guy for everyone. Yeah, do mm. you think that made it harder to like experience the good stuff fully as well, like just blocking it off everything? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think I still appreciate it a lot. Um, yeah. But I think that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to do it again to see how, how <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, to see how it felt um, because it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. There was, there was sometimes I really judged myself being like, why aren't, why aren't you happier? Or like, why aren't you, yeah, why don't, <laughs> why don't you love him so much yet? You know, um, yeah. yeah, that sort of shit. Yeah. Yeah so interested to, to see and find out like I want to ask more people with your dads like who else has felt exactly the same mm. yeah I have this thing where it's like um, uh, it's a th thought that I had quite early on when I was like probably like struggling the most with like becoming a father was like I think that every parent experiences the same set of emotions and it's how you react to those emotions that dictate what sort of parent you are like, because I think that I've felt probably the same emotion that a stereotypical, like, shit father would have who then left his family or, like... Have you ever um, thought about leaving? Um, yeah, definitely. There were so many times I wanted to run away. Mm. Um, but I just, like... I don't know, you just sort of fucking... What, uh, how, what, like, because I think you're right. Like, how did you actually react versus someone who maybe made a different decision than mm. you did? What was it that kept you that kept you there? Um, <clears throat> well, I think like just really wanting to make it work. Um, I think like me and my partner have always like have always stuck through it, even when it's been really fucking tough. Um, so yeah, 
like as hard as it gets I almost feel like it's one of the values in our relationships that like we really just like try and figure shit out um yeah and I just didn't like yeah I just I couldn't <laughs> I just couldn't tap out you know what I mean like I, I couldn't yeah it's um it's a it's a massive thing that affects fucking lots of people if you do that um and like yeah I think that there's a lot of yeah there's just like a lot to be said for how much you're willing to work work you're willing to do on yourself to be able to make something work um yeah Mm. what and maybe there's more but what's like one moment Mm. that you've had with him in in three months that you won't forget or you don't want to forget um Oh, probably just like when he first started smiling. I think it was real fucking weird because you're given like this blob of like human that just like, it just gives you nothing for so long. Like, <laughs> um, and you, I kind of forgotten that he was ever going to be any different. <laughs> probably because of like sleep deprivation and stuff. I was just like, oh fuck, like this is it for the rest of my life. <laughs> and then one day he like, yeah, rolled over and like, yeah, I think he just like smiled at me and I was like, I was like, oh, cool, like, yeah. <laughs> we're doing that thing, in that, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just starting to like, yeah, just like when you realise that they're actually just a human and they're starting, like, they're starting to do those little things, um, yeah, it, it makes it all worth it, like, it doesn't, there's no, um, yeah, it's a super fucking, so it's a super big cost being a parent to your whole fucking life. Um, yeah, the amount of things that I've had to sort of like give up or car park for now um, is a lot and it takes like a big toll on me, but it also, um, yeah, it's, it's funny that like you, you would exchange it all for just a smile. Um, so like, yeah, I think it's, it says a lot about the whole experience. so what I think what I want to I did think about this before Mm. now like I don't want to just be that person who goes let's just make it all done your boy yep like what's next what's next then for you yep um for me um I think I just um I'm really working at, uh, like, regaining the normality of my life in some aspect. Um, I realise it's never going to be the same again, but there's just, like, little things that I can do and little snippets to make it the same. Um, Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think just, like... Yeah, I think I'm really, like, building from the bottom up again. I'm just really trying to figure it all out and where everything fits um because there's heaps of shit that I still want to do like I really want to like at the moment I'm sort of I really want to like start to empower members of the community to lead it themselves so I don't have to be there um that's something that like I feel really passionate about with work um and then yeah I don't know with life I think I just want to Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's kind of a hard question to answer because it's um, I feel like I, I feel in a lot of ways I feel like I've been just like reborn a little bit, <laughs> um, and I'm still I'm still like, yeah, trying to 
yeah, just trying to find out what's important to me now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So what's life about? <laughs> um, I think it's just about going on the journey. I think it's about, um, yeah, I just, the journey is like so much more valuable than like anywhere that you could go. I don't think any accolade is really worth what you get. I like being on something. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's what life's about because it's also a fucking unknown that you just gotta like, you've gotta just like take everything as it comes and like enjoy it. Yeah, like just enjoy the small stuff. There you go. That's it. <laughs> thank you. It's alright, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, thank you. That's alright. It's awesome. We hope you enjoyed the uncut version of Ollie. Next week on Wednesday at 5.30pm, episode 4 and will be released. If you haven't already, make sure you follow WLA on Facebook to see each video episode and check out our Instagram and YouTube through the links below. If you want to get involved, just shoot a message to harry.whatslifeabout at gmail.com. Catch you next week.